Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the 100th episode of the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. 100 episodes, that is amazing. (laughs) Yay! We made it! Finally, our studio audience giving us our due. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're new to the program, I am Mr. Matthew Baker, and the other voice you hear is the ever-venerable Louis Fox. That's right. That's a title given to a deceased person by the Roman Catholic Church. Did you know that? I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Who was close to uh, being a saint. That's clearly... Uh... <laughs> you are very saint-like. And if you are watching on the video feed, welcome to our lovely studio basement room. <laughs> yes. And you get to, you're get you missing out on Louis's fallout boy haircut oh it's pretty sweet yeah pretty sweet you look like you are the bassist in some sort of boy rock band <laughs> boy like child rock band. <laughs> i feel like you need your nails to be black and you <laughs> yeah. need some eyeliner or yeah something like that. all about the I, I, so welcome to the program we made it this is our hundredth episode i don't know how we made it this this is fifth because our episodes are usually 30 to 40 minutes as a 50 hours of content. <laughs> I know. That's a regular person's work week with a little overtime. We've gotten a few emails and m- people have brought up that our podcast is mostly about us pooping. Yeah. <laughs> Several people. Yes. We just got off the phone with one of them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Do you think we make it to 100 episodes? I didn't think so. I mean, of things that had a better shot of hitting... 100, we were low on, on it. The podcast? Yeah. Or us uh, making it to 100 years <laughs> of age? Both. Gotcha. <laughs> the reason we've able, been able to do 100 uh, episodes is we both have a unhealthy lifestyle that lends itself to uh, sitting in a basement. This is true. And lots of alcohol has been drank or drunk here in the basement. Yes. During these podcasts. Lots of guests have slept on this mattress. <laughs> And lots of people have been weirded out by the decor. If you can see on the video, there's some weird funeral stuff. Yeah. A lot of the skulls aren't in here, but uh, on the wall over here, there's pictures of all the people that have been on our podcast, people we've interviewed. So we want to thank them yeah. for making that happen. Oh. So for the 100th episode, we sort of went through what we wanted to do, and I actually wrote letters. <laughs> we did. We, this is probably the hardest we've worked on anything in our lives. This is true. <laughs> I wrote letters to the governor of North Dakota because they have the most 100-year-old people per capita for a state Yep. Now, we, start, we started reaching out over a month ago, a couple yes. months ago. No, about, I would say about a month and a half ago I started yeah. reaching out. So I wrote a letter to the governor of North Dakota, uh, the prime minister of the country of Dominica, Ooh. which has the most 100-year-old people uh, per capita they also, for a country. They also make the most 100-proof liquor <laughs> of any country. <laughs> I wrote the governor of the island of Sicily because why not? And uh, it was probably the worst time to send these <laughs> letters, especially to Italy. Because yeah, yeah. I did not hear back from any of them. Yeah, no, you were kind of, uh, the problem it hit. It's like, when you had sent these, it was like way too late. It was like putting a condom on after the kid's three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I sent it right when the coronavirus sort of broke yeah you know, when it started getting popular you were like you know what what's a good time to write italy right now 
And we did not hear back. Who knows if they're still alive? Who knows? Yeah, it probably just got caught up in their spam. <laughs> yeah, well, usually, you know, sometimes when I, I write letters all the time to people, and usually I get some sort of response, some sort of formal response to saying, Yeah, that's a cease and desist. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, a lot of times it's a formal response saying, We're not responding. <laughs> I like how they have a response that's like, no. Yeah, I wrote Buzz Aldrin a, a letter about this podcast, and we I got a letter back that says, I don't respond to letters like this. Sincerely, Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, thank you. I like that he was classy enough to give you a non-response. <laughs> so, uh, 100, we went through and figured out some things that are 100. Uh, facts about the number 100. We yep. interviewed for this podcast, we interviewed three different 100-year-old people. Two we have written answers to, and one we're actually going to play the full interview. Yep. About- here's, here's a fun fact. 100% is the number of Matt's glasses that were not covered by insurance because he doesn't need them. <laughs> I'm rocking these glasses to, uh, you know, up up the production value. Yeah, this I is our video debut. I want to look like a, you know, college professor. Or I something. come over and I'm just wearing a t-shirt, how we normally do it, to keep it with the spirit of the podcast. Matt's dressed, all dressed, his hair's combed. Yep. Oh, I look like ideal Molly to college professors <laughs> on the DL. Yeah. I look like the kid that dropped out of college but still hangs out around campus. You're the guy that works the desk at the tire shop, not the guy that changes the tires. (laughs) I'm the only one at the tire shop that knows how to use the computer. Exactly. But you don't know how to use the wrench. (laughs) All right. So some facts about the number 100. Louis, are you Uh, ready for this? Let's do it. All right. So Benjamin Franklin is on the $100 bill. Oh, fun Benjamin Franklin fact. Do you know what he's best known for? What's that? Sniffing Coke. (laughs) Because you use the $100 bill to sniff Coke, not because Benjamin Franklin actually sniffed Coke. All right, so here's another fact about the number 100. In Greece, India, Israel, and Nepal, 100 is the police telephone number. Huh. 100% of emergencies call that number? (laughs) I think the most interesting part about that is that Nepal has police. I think they're still on the telegraph, though. I think the phone is more amazing. How do you dial 100 in Morse code? Okay, well, I'll stop you there. Nana's dead at that point. (laughs) All right, another fact about 100 is C... The letter C is the Roman numeral for 100. Did you know that? C. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, all right. Fun fact, number 100 is actually Matt's credit score. Yes, it is. (laughs) You don't have to brag, though. (laughs) Boom. He he came back from getting a car loan. He showed me the paper a while ago. I'm like, yeah. My identity 100% is also the interest rate they gave you on that car loan. (laughs) My identity was stolen, and it did improve my credit. So the 100-year war lasted from 1937 to 1453, uh-huh. which is 116 years. <laughs> which is just how they know that the 100 years wars predates the number 100. See, <laughs> see. <C. laughs> Another fact about the number 100, the record number of points scored in one NBA game by a single player was 100 points, set by Wilt Chamberlain of the Philadelphia Warriors on March 2nd. 1962. And if you know anything about Wilt Chamberlain, 100 is on the lower end of the estimate of how many kids he's fathered. <laughs> yes, he was a very promiscuous <laughs> man. And uh, what's funny is also in leading up to this podcast, I reached out to 
So apparently Will Cham- Chamberlain doesn't have any kids. Ah. So, um, but there is one person out there that claims that he is the illegitimate child of Will Chamberlain. There's a bunch of news stories on him. There's a bunch of interviews with him. And I reached out to him on uh-huh. Facebook. He he accepted my friend request. And then just so we could send you a direct message saying, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then Buzz Aldrin <laughs> sent me a message and said, don't friend request this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, then he didn't respond to my questions, which I thought was a little weird. Huh, right? Maybe he just wanted a buddy. He didn't want to be interviewed. He yeah. just wanted to kick it with you. Yeah, but he, like, He's what like, I find... That guy's got a sweet beard. Let's go kick it. His glasses are badass. <laughs> I wanted to like to buy ecstasy from that guy. <laughs> he was just trying to get a Molly hook up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like, I thought that was odd because he's out there, like, you know, claiming that he's the illegitimate child of Will Chamberlain, right? He's out there doing interviews. He's out there claiming this. Like, I thought he would want the publicity of our yeah. dozens of listeners here on the podcast. <laughs> but- <laughs> All right. So if you're listening to this, Will Chamberlain's illegitimate child. Get back to us. Yeah. That's all we want. We just want, we just want to be friends. Yes, absolutely. And actually, we had two mutual friends, him and I. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was my sister. <laughs> One was your mom. Yes. <laughs> the next 100 fact, there are 100 sweat glands in one square inch of skin. I just looked on the Guinness Book a little bit ago. The actual world record for... Um, like scientifically proven, medically proven number of sweat glands in an inch, 143 held by Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> I don't get no respect for how much I sweat. <laughs> no one respects this. <laughs> All right, the etymology of the word 100 is Norse for 120. Wow, because that's what you have to earn before taxes to make 100. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> no, it's Norse for gross income. <laughs> I think Norse was on the French England 116 year war. So, those are facts about uh, the number 100. You're now woke about 100. Hey, Matt, let's take a quick break and thank a sponsor. Let's do it, Louie. We want to thank our sponsor, Pacific Animal Productions. They encourage people of all ages to feel a greater connection with nature creating a lifetime of passion for wildlife through personal connections. Yeah, check out their teacher resources at PacificAnimalProductions.com. And if you've got kids, check out their learning safari on Facebook Live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon Pacific time. It's on Facebook.com slash Pacific Animal Productions. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's short. It's like educational. And you get to see some some bugs and you get to see some cool animals. Yeah, they had just had a sloth one that was amazing. Yeah, so check that out. PacificAnimalProductions.com on Facebook. And now, another cool thing, some research, some deep dives that we did is uh, what was it like 100 years ago? I'll tell you, the internet speed's a lot slower. Yes, yeah, so it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Dial up there on horse and buggy. So it's 2020 right now when we're recording this. And, uh, you know, for the Library of Congress people who are listening to this. <laughs> for when this is played at my wake. For the records. <laughs> people thousands of years from now are checking back on, where, on what it was like in these archa- archaic times. So 100 years ago would have been 1920. So it was the roaring 20s in the United States. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now, today, it's called, we are in the social distancing 20s. Yes. The coughing 20s. The coughing 20s. So the 19th Amendment to the United States Constitution was ratified, guaranteeing women's suffrage, so allowing women to vote in 1920. I've never understood why it's called suffrage. I'm sure a Google search would, it sounds like women's suffrage sounds bad. 
bad. The end of women's suffrage, right? Or guarantee, and I guess I don't understand that either. Yeah. I know. Did we do one of our live Googles? Yeah. All right, let's check it out. Suffrage? I guess we could have done this ahead of time if you actually read the questions that I sent you. <laughs> it's the right to vote. So there, apparently there was men's suffrage at some point. Men weren't allowed. To, who was allowed to vote if men or women could not vote? <laughs> well, because I guess there was like property owners had, had rights. Okay. So, I mean, in the original Constitution, weren't slaves a quarter, an eighth of a person? So they really, and th that vote was cast by their owner. Oh, interesting. So. So the more slaves you own, the more votes you get. Yep. Interesting. So 100 years ago, prohibition was enforced. That meant 13 years of no booze from 1920 to 1933. It's funny that Woodrow Wilson opposed it because he sounds like the president, just on name alone, the WW, like... I'd hang out with that guy. No, he sounds like a horrible TV show on the WB. No, Woodrow Wilson's the guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like a teenage drama. His wife, Edith, is played by Katie Holmes, <laughs> who coincidentally is a 100th level Thetan in the Scientology Church. <laughs> he is the worst, though. And to celebrate our 100th anniversary and to celebrate the beginning of Prohibition, I brought some tequila to toast. Uh, do you know what year Prohibition ended? 1933, Louis. The only reason I know that is that's what's on um, on the Rolling Rock bottle. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I had a roommate, uh, Dr. Jody. She's been on this show, and she went through. She saw the Deer Hunter and only drank Rolling Rock for a while. And I learned that fact. It's gonna be a big shot. Oh, drinking out of the skull. I should have brought my skull. We could have drank out of the brain. All right. So to 100 episodes. To the beginning of Prohibition. To Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> to, no, we don't want to. And Katie Holmes. <laughs> the problem with Woodrow Wilson is that he was the president that showed the first movie in the White House, and it was The Birth of a Nation, which oh. is that KKK propaganda film. Even though he was against Prohibition and he was he was pretty pro-women's rights and stuff, he still, like, you know, was not on the sort of front lines of race equality. Yeah. So, salute to 100 salute. episodes. Cheers to everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Ah. Ooh, that's nice. I like how what I have in me is coffee and tequila. Yeah, and it's 11.30 in the morning. So <laughs> it's perfect. So uh, let's see here. Woodrow Wilson was the president 100 years ago. He was the 28th president of the United States. And I'll read you a quote. This is I went through a bunch of Woodrow Wilson quotes. This is my favorite. I would rather lose in a cause that will someday win than win in a cause that will someday lose. Oh, well, it's a great quote, but it's one of those things where people go, um, you want to be on the right side of history, which is total BS. Like, you just want to be right. Yes. You want to just like, <laughs> you, like, I just want to look cool now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make a bunch of money now. What's wrong? Yeah. What's wrong with doing it with right? <laughs> Come on, people. Um, in 100 years ago, the Spanish flu ended in yes. 1920. The reason the Spanish flu ended is because they stopped drinking alcohol. Ah. Coincidence? Oh. Maybe if they banned alcohol, coronavirus would go away. I think alcohol is what's getting people through this right now. I know, now. exactly. Dude, so I used to have a whiskey collection. Now I have like a couple of whiskey yeah, bottles. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like we went to the liquor store the other day and we were like, okay, we're going to buy like six bottles of whiskey and this should last us a few, like maybe a month and a half, two months. It's go They're gone. Yeah. <laughs> like we, had, we literally went to the liquor store yesterday. You're building an igloo out of the old <laughs> bottles. All right. Because I have wounds we had to disinfect. <laughs> it's right. Everclear's moment in the sun. From all the battles of people trying to invade our... <laughs> 
All right. So another thing that was 100 years ago, the Treaty of Versailles took effect, officially ending World War One and setting the foundation for World War II. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> the Treaty of Versailles. World War II, the sequel. <laughs> Adolf Hitler presents his National Socialist Program in Munich, which renames itself the Nazi Party. And also, 100 years ago, this week, the Charlie Chaplin mustache went out of style. <laughs> I know. I have a Charlie Chaplin tattoo on my shoulder, and I'm amazed at how many people do not know who Charlie Chaplin <laughs> is. Because oftentimes when I'm wearing a tank top, some people will come up and say, make a comment to me. They'll say, what's the deal with the Hitler tattoo? <laughs> and it's like, what? I would have put an evil dictator on my shoulder. What's your what evil dictator would you put on your shoulder? My father. <laughs> He's been oppressing my people for more than 35 years. <laughs> it would just be like him in like some sort of like Napoleon outfit with like medals on a horse. <laughs> He's got his hand in and then the horse is standing in all my hopes and dreams. <laughs> standing on your baseball card collection. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So uh, 100 years ago, there was a huge bombing, the Wall Street bombing. A bomb in a horse wagon exploded in front of the J.P. Morgan building in New York City, killing 38 and injuring 400 people. That's crazy that, like, like there's horse bombings. Yeah. Like, yeah, right? Car bombings, plane bombings. Mm -hmm. No one thinks about the horse bombings. You know, uh, also, 100 years ago, the Polaroid camera was invented. Really? Led to the first photo bombing. Ah... Yeah, no one talks about the chicken bombings. <laughs> no one talks about the, the ant, the ant bombings. <laughs> also, 100 years ago, the National Football League was established. Ah, wow! And the NFL started 100 years ago. Yeah, and so did the first concussion. Yes, <laughs> the number of concussions that happen in a typical NFL game <laughs> yeah. is 100. So that's what was what it looked like 100 years ago. Okay. So we'll talk about people who are 100 that live to be 100. All right, let's do it. So people that live to be 100 that are notable people, of course, Bob Hope, George Burns, Queen Elizabeth, Joe Biden. <laughs> I think he's a mummy. <laughs> I, I he's do. a mummy with radio control car parts in him. <laughs> and Albert Hoffman lived to be 100 years old. Do you know who Albert Hoffman is? Uh... Wasn't he the first guy to do a triple back thing on the half pipe in his bicycle on his BMX? <laughs> no, oh. that was not him. He oh, is the Matt Hoffman. <laughs> he is the man who invented LSD, oh. which Matt Hoffman used to do the triple <laughs> backflip. He was on it. <laughs> yeah, so he lived to be 100 years old, the man who invented LSD. That's 408 in trip years. Yes, yes. <laughs> Have I gone on my rant on this about people who, who use trippy and have never done acid? No. I think I have. No. Oh, when I met my wife and we were dating, she would like, that's trippy. I'm like, you've never fried balls. You can't use, <laughs> you can't use that word. You can't appropriate my language, you, my people's language. <laughs> you've never seen a warlock come out of a nickel. <laughs> you've never been chased by Darth Vader. Yeah. You, you don't, don't know. know. Well, I, so I put an ask out on Facebook. I said, does anyone know uh, a 100-year-old? And, and then a couple of people were like, oh, I live in Northern California. There's 100-year-old trees everywhere. And then so I had to put a person, you know, a 100-year-old person, and two people. Have you ever tried interviewing a Redwood? <laughs> yes, it's amazing. <laughs> boost, your, boost your podcast stats. Uh, so, yeah, so, so we got two people that said that they knew 100-year-old people, and so we sent them some questions yeah. to ask those 100-year-old people. First and one is, what's your social security number? <laughs> Second one is, put me in your will. <laughs> My social security number is two. 
All right, so the people that got back to us was my father. Oh, yeah. He got back. He knew a 98-year-old man, and I figured, you know, with we should, we'll include him. I feel like that. we're getting out of the spirit of the 100th episode. Okay, well. No. <laughs> and then the other was Elizabeth. How do I pronounce her last name? I've known her for, what, 15 years? I call her Elizabeth. Yeah, so Elizabeth Styrel, Styrel, I believe. Styrely? I don't know. I only know her as Elizabeth as the in the musical group Buck and Elizabeth. Yes. And they play all around the Northwest and they really amazing stuff. And she has, I forget, it's her grandma. Uh, Athalie Murray is her grandma. All and right. then the man my dad interviewed is a guy who goes to his church, and his name is Keith Wardell. Okay, so which part, which role do you want to play? Do you want to be Athalie or Keith? I'll be Keith. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you'll be Grandma Murray. All right, I'm and Grammy M. So what we're going to do is we're going to, we sent them questions. They asked the 100-year-old people the questions, and we're just going to read their transcribed answers. Okay. So... What is your secret to longevity? Grandma Murray. Well, hun, I guess I keep living because of my life. I always start my day with three cookies and a cup of coffee. Three very specific cookies. <laughs> Weed cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Grandma Murray's a southern lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, right. Keep going, Grandma Murray. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> the first is a ginger snap dunked in my coffee. Then a vanilla wafer. Then a pecan sandy. By then, I'd best be heading to the restroom as my ginger snap is doing its job. Hee <laughs> 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 Grandma Murray's awesome. I think it's the coffee making her poop. <laughs> yeah. Is it the That's what we need to know. Episode 101. <laughs> inside Grandma Murray's insides. <laughs> All right, let's fire it up, Keith. So the secrets are longevity. This is Keith Wardell. How would I know? I'm only 98. <laughs> Well, I suppose it helped that I exercised a lot. I played basketball, racquetball, and just a side note, Keith won a gold medal in the USA Championships for racquetball. Wow. And I worked for 60 years as a cement contractor doing hard labor. So those guys in a Korean prison camp are going to live to be 100? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Korean prison camp suffrage. <laughs> All right. It's suffrage being in this room with you. <laughs> Next question. Do you still find stuff in life that is odd? Every time I go outside, it's very odd to me that so many people are home all day. How does this country run if nobody works? That's a good, that's a good insight, Grandma Murray. That is, except the government's forcing us all to be inside right now. <laughs> I believe this was asked before. Okay. The self-quarantine. So her mind is blown right yes. now. <laughs> All right, so do you still find stuff in life that is odd, Keith Wardell? Yes, people. All right. All right, well said. Well said, Keith. All right. <laughs> Keith's secret to longevity. <laughs> people are, are, are the enemy. All right, next question. Did you ever foresee living so long, Grandma Murray? Lord, no. I was hoping I would get a front row seat to heaven and not see all the nonsense going on today. Maybe I should stop eating cookies. <laughs> I like that she has a callback. Yeah. <laughs> She's she, on she, it. she wrote it out. <laughs> she, she had her team. She workshopped this. <laughs> For Keith Wardell, did you ever foresee living so long? No. <laughs> I like this guy. I, I saw very brief. For not being 100, he acts like he's 100. <laughs> That's like 112. <laughs> Next question for the 100-year-olds. What is something that surprises you about 2020? I can still stand on my own and take care of my turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I should be worried about this, 
bug everyone's talking about, but I'm a hundred. I've survived much worse. It's all about outliving my turtles. Wow. <laughs> That's a good goal. Yeah. I like it. No, you want the, you want the turtle to be the gift that goes on to the next person. It's like if you have a if you get a parrot late in life, you're an a-hole. Yeah. Right. Because that's your grandkids. The 90-year-old getting the parrot. <laughs> All right. So Keith Wardell. Keith Wardell. What is something that surprises you about 2020? The coronavirus. Wow. Yeah, this guy. Short and to the point, man. I like this guy. All right. So, I know you got the easy one. I know. <laughs> that's why I took Keith Wardell. <laughs> you, gave, you gave me the option. All right, so the question was asked to Keith Wardell, what is the biggest single change you see from 2020 to your childhood? Keith Wardell says, people retire now. Phones, TVs, men on the moon, cars. That's all he got. All right, that's, <laughs> what, that's what he said. He has dementia, my dad had to point out. Okay. So. The next question for the 100-year-olds was, what advice would you give people today? Pray. Grandma, Grandma Murray. Oh, Pray. Eat cookies and smile. Hee, hee, hee. Aww. I know. She keeps going back to those cookies. Yeah, I like it. So what advice would you give people? We asked Keith Wardell. Hang on. This is probably the best nuts and bolts secret. Just keep breathing. <laughs> I feel like I'm like Batman. <laughs> it's like that Faith Hill song, Just Breathe. <laughs> All right. And the last question, Keith didn't actually answer this one, so we have only one more. So Grandma Murray, what is the weirdest thing that you have seen in 100 years? I saw a girl just yesterday at the Dollar General, and she asked me why I was staring at her. I had to laugh and said, anyone with blue hair and no top or bra on must want something to be stared at. I had to call my daughter and tell her. I didn't know it had become legal for women to go topless in Oklahoma. Where I grew up in Eugene, Oregon, was one of the first cities that allowed women to walk around topless. Oh. And my friend was instrumental in getting the law passed. And it was pretty wild, you know? It was like, you know, all of a sudden, all the ATMs gave $1 bills. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that is true, actually. You could take your withdrawal and pasties. <laughs> so that was, uh, we asked this question to 100-year-old people, and then we have one more 100-year-old per person that we actually have an audio, audio recording of the interview that we're going to play at the end of this episode. Yep. So, so throughout these 100 episodes, what have you learned anything, Louie? No. You haven't learned one. <laughs> no, okay. I learned that South Africa, mostly black. <laughs> uh, That's good. Um, I've learned a lot of things, man. Yeah, there's lots of cool, weird, and unusual stuff in the world that is worth having a podcast about. Yeah. I learned that you didn't know that South Africa had mostly black people. <laughs> I learned that public school in the 90s was garbage. And what I love is this is giving us a good opportunity to talk to people that we we love. Yeah, well, and, and people do amazing, weird things just because. Absolutely. Um, like we had uh, Cliff Satterwhite in who yep. sang God Got Friends in Low Places. He has for... the world record for longest amount of time singing that song, which was like 36 hours, right? Yeah. We had him in studio. And we learned the secrets to keeping that up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we've had a lot of cool people in here, man. Yeah. We've had Puck. We had Steve the Pretty Good. We had Eric Haynes. Over the phone, we've had a 911 operator, like my sister-in-law. We've had Dr. Jody. We've had a ton of people. We had Chrissa Hendricks in here, oh, Greg yeah. Benick. We had Kermit Apio. We had Greg Benick to make me feel like I don't know anything. <laughs> Here's what I learned from that. <laughs> Greg Benick would have had 500 episodes by now, <laughs> is what, that, what we took away from that episode. <laughs> 
All right, and so if you uh, are new to this program, what we do every week is we have a meme contest, and we put that out on Facebook, we put it on our Instagram, and what it is, we put a funny picture, people leave comments, and the best comment wins some Odd and Offbeat podcast swag and junk we picked up along the way. Yeah, so we done uh, we've done 100 episodes, but we've only done 93 <laughs> memes. <laughs> I yeah. don't know how that worked. I don't know what happened. But we're going to do our top five memes. And for you watching at home, we will show the actual memes. And, and if you're just listening, use your imagination. Yes. Number five. Number five. This is a good one. This is early on, too. It, it was a picture of a, of a person. or a, a Spilled milk. It was spilled milk and a picture of three cats and a kid. Lapping it up. L- licking the spilled milk. And yep. the, the caption said, we purchased the cats from a breeder. The kid is a rescue. That's a great one. And that was Amanda Arnold. Now, I'm curious. Was this something that happened or was it staged? I don't what know. What do you think? It's probably had to be staged, right? Yeah, because the, the way the, if you look at the picture, the way the cup is and way, the way the milk is, it doesn't look like it's spilt. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, that had to be, that had to be staged, right? Yeah. To I get so. three cats and a kid in the same spot in one moment. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Right? What, what are the odds? Cats <laughs> hang out with people. <laughs> All right, so number four, it w- it's a picture of a subway car, and there's a Santa Claus that is completely passed out. Yep. And it says, Pot Cookies 1, Santa 0. <laughs> I like that one. That's... And that's by John C. McDonald. Nice. I like the uh, middle initial, so we, it's like he's a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> he is on the Roman numeral for 100. <laughs> that's why he got in the top ten. <laughs> number three. It's a picture of a very skinny man wearing a Russian hat. And a Speedo and, and nothing else. And a Speedo <laughs> and nothing else. Like, very skinny. He's like, wearing, like, Crocs. Alarmingly skinny man and no muscle. And he's, he's holding two very small weights. Kettlebells. Kettlebells. Holding very two small kettlebells. And it says, Cherno Balls. <laughs> and that's by my good buddy Heath Heisch. Oh, good, good on Heath. Yeah. And that's number three. Number two. Oh, this is a great one. It's a man, a hippie dude, walking on top of a woman. At a yoga class. At a yoga class. And it says, Yoga Jesus astounds class by walking on Wanda. Ah, That's a good one. And that's by Kai Kai Dobson. Oh, Kai out of uh, Bend, Oregon. Yeah. And the number one. Oh, this is the best one. This is one we, this is, so we went through and I made our list and this is the one that was number one on both of our lists. Yes. And it's a man sort of kneeling. He's on his knees and he looks like he's naked, but everything he's covered up by packages of bacon. And he's naked. And he's naked and he's holding bacon and he's sort of like putting his hand over his, like, ooh, over his mouth. Like he's like being naughty. Yep. And it says Hormel sexual. (laughs) And that's by Michael Wilson. That is our number one meme. So here's... Yay! Here's what I've just noticed about all of these. Pretty much if they involve an adult, it's a dude, and he's basically naked. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's actually accurate. That's the Santa Claus and the little kid. What I noticed is that four out of the five people who won are professional comedians <laughs> what <laughs> and one guy was a former professional clown yeah so you know it, it is 
make it difficult for the regular people. But plenty of regular people win the contest. That is true. And we've sent out a bunch of cool stuff. And there's even one up right now that is pretty funny. And well, then my daughter just submitted a picture for a meme to you. Yes. So if you have a meme idea, you can send it. You can yeah. text it to Matt. Send your funny pictures to me. And you can do that info at oddandoffbeat.com. What's funny is you say, send it to me. But I'm the one who answers that email. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll be filtered through Louie. I only get stuff that's filtered through Louie. What's funny is she had sent you this. She had told me about the picture. And she's like, oh, I should send it to Matt. I'm like, do it. And then she's like, oh, I can't find it. And then you're like, my daughter sent me a picture. <laughs> your daughter sent yeah. me a picture. So your daughter sent me a picture of a man lighting a cigarette with an iron. Yep. And she said, you can use this for your meme contest. And I wrote her back and said, I have done this <laughs> a number of different times. And I'm really glad that no one took a picture of me doing it. I like how she just decided she was the copyright holder of that image. <laughs> like, what were you doing? <laughs> all right. So that's all our facts and info about the number 100. We're Hey, Louie, before we move on, I'd like to thank a sponsor for this is, episode. Is it Carl at your AA meeting? <laughs> He's my life sponsor. <laughs> He's my sponsor every day, not just specifically for the 100th episode. <laughs> Funny enough, this is the one thing of your life he chose not to sponsor. <laughs> he says you're on your own. <laughs> You've got to work this out yourself. So uh, this... I can't hold your hand your whole life. <laughs> This sponsor is Laser Geek. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Laser Geek is an online store ran by our friend, you and I, Brian yep. Cook. Laser Geek makes all sorts of custom-made products for anything and everything. You have a housewarming party? Boom, they can make custom-inscribed shot glasses. Yes, you need some cool things to send out to promote your company? Laser Geek has hundreds of products to choose from. You got a drinking problem? Laser Geek can make a flask with your emergency contact info engraved on the front. Yes. Have you checked my Medic Alert flask? <laughs> it's got your medicine allergies. Yeah. Your heart condition. They have signage, nameplates, event swag, promo items, whatever you need. Laser Geek can customize it any way you want it yeah they made us some super sweet odd and offbeat keychains they look super pro fresh pro fresh is also the 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 the, the scent of the deodorant i wear pro fresh or profesh <laughs> pro fresh <laughs> so uh actually i before brian made stuff for the odd and offbeat podcast before he made us keychains he made me a bunch of stuff i had some paddle balls made by him a couple wood boxes he always does an awesome job no matter what i give to him he brings back something really amazing and professional and he always works with my timeline that i need so you can check him out thelasergeek.com so go there if you need anything and everything to be customized. 100 year old to hear from and we're literally going to hear from her yeah so we're not going to do a story for the 100th episode we just wanted to do all things 100 we had the two 100 year olds write in answers and the third one we actually have an audio file yes we want to thank our friend molly for for doing this molly ziegler from the douglas county daughters and they're a musical group and they perform around the northwest yep and they are fantastic we've worked with them multiple times many times different fairs and she reached out to evelyn berkby which is her i believe her great aunt Mm -hmm. And she was it's 100 year she is 100 years old and she lives in Iowa. Yep. And we're going to play the actual audio between their phone conversation. Now it's a little bit slow at some points. Yes, just so you know, bear with her because she talks a little bit slow probably because she's 100 years old. <laughs> 
but I, to me, it's pretty cool to hear a 100-year-old with so much life and so much energy. She is way sharper mentally than a lot of my daughter's 16-year-old friends. <laughs> that does not say much, <laughs> honestly. So we're going to play it, and then we'll, we'll pause it at the in between the questions, and we will uh, give our thoughts on it. Yeah. So we hope this warms your heart as much as it warms ours. Hello, Molly. It's so good to talk to you. It's good to talk to you. I really appreciate you talking with me today. Is it all right if I ask you a few questions? I'd be happy to try and answer. What is the secret to longevity? First of all, I wanted to be happy. And I said to myself, okay. I'm going to be old, but I'm going to be happy. And that's one thing. Two things. I'm going to eat well. And then the third thing was, keep my mind clear. You don't want to get it muddled up. You don't want to smoke. You don't want to drink. Because you only have one good mind. Now, what do you think about that? I'm batting one out of three. <laughs> I'm happy. Don't eat well, don't live well. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> so by this math, I should have been dead ten years but ago. She was born in prohibition, so, you know, she didn't grow up with alcohol like you and I did. Yeah, because when I was zero to 12, I drank so much. <laughs> When I reached 13, I did. Yeah, that's when Prohibition would have ended. <laughs> ah, she's very, I like it, man. She's very cognizant. She's very clear in her speaking. Well, she knows what's up. Yeah. I think Molly fed her the questions before. You think so? <laughs> if you ask, okay, ask me, and I'm aware of this question. Ask me the secret to my longevity. What's the secret to longevity, Louis Fox? I have no idea. <laughs> See? Drinking. <laughs> Drinking. Smoking. <laughs> Eating horribly, <laughs> eating horribly and being angry. <laughs> All right, let's hear what, what else she has. What do you hope happens in the next 100 years? Well, I want to see people loving each other, neighborly. And that's one of the things that I think is a plus. A plus. I like how she had to make sure that loving each other was not like in a Pornhub sense. <laughs> she had to clear that up. No, I mean... She's clearly listened to our podcast. <laughs> I'm surprised she agreed to do it. <laughs> I, I should have asked... We should ask Molly if when she asked her to do the interview, if she knew what a podcast was. Oh, or what this was for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she probably totally lied. Yeah, she's like, um, I'm doing a report. <laughs> for my science class? Yeah. All right, what else? What is the biggest change you have seen in the last 100 years? When I got married, we stayed in the home. I stayed home and took care of the baby. I think she's speaking about women in general. Yeah, at home. and that seemed to be what one did. And when I began writing, and doing radio work, the one rule I had was I would be home when the kids got there from school. 
And that I did. I got home, got the cookies in the oven, gave cookies and milk on the kitchen table, and we sat and talked. What what happened to school today? Anything interesting? And we talked. We talked. That's crazy. Like, I feel like I'm a rock star dad when I'm up in the morning before my daughter. (laughs) When you get home before midnight? Yeah. When you actually make it to the bed instead of passing out in the lawn out front? Yeah, Yeah, when my daughter's not dragging me in the house in the morning on her way to school. (laughs) Your daughter's not throwing water in your face to get you up. Well, that's interesting that two of the three 100-year-old people said cookies was the answer. Yeah, I've been eating Girl Scout cookies. That we have a stockpile for the coronavirus. You got a crazy sweet tooth, though. Yeah, and Oreos. We've been eating that. Yeah, so I'm on. I'm on the train. Although I'm drinking coffee and booze, <laughs> it might match out. All right, what else? That's a nice memory. Evelyn, what is something that surprises you about the year 2020? That surprises me. Well, we seem to have gotten into some difficulty. We have gotten into a flood, and it just seemed like we had emergencies all across the board. And I was sorry about that because people lost their homes she's referring to there was a flood in Iowa I think like a year or so ago and uh, yeah there is a there is a lot of like crazy she's very compassionate yeah I want people to love I want people's homes to not get flooded yeah and I want cookies yes (laughs) give me some goddamn cookies (laughs) did you ever think you would live so long oh heavens no heavens no my mother lived to be 90. My father lived to be 60. My sister lived to be 96. So I just thought, well, that's about where I'll catch it in. <laughs> <laughs> I said that, didn't I? Uh, yes, you I did. Said that. Yes, I did. Well, it's interesting that she says she didn't think she'd live to be 100, but then everybody that – all the women involved in her family, yeah. all the women in her family lived to be close to 100. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like, all of – I don't have any grandparents uh, alive still. Uh-huh. They all died when I was a kid. So, yeah. like, on my mom's side and my dad's side, no one lived to be, like, 70. Yes. So I'm like – look at my daughter. I'm like, ah, Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, my family generally dies around what my parents are right now Ah. in their 70s. And so, uh, yeah, I don't think I'll live to be 100 at all. No, I mean, you will as a robot, sort of cyborg. (laughs) I'm going to get my head decapitated. I'm going to do some Futurama, (laughs) like get my head cut off, and then like it sort of lives in some sort of cryogenic dome. Uh, Yeah, I'm just going to upload my business to the cloud. Oh, yeah. You'll do the uh, vanilla sky. Yeah. Uh, all right, what else has Evelyn got? Evelyn, who was the first president you remember? 
Well, I remember a lot about President Roosevelt. FDR. Because we led up to that with the Great Depression. When Roosevelt took office, the first week he had his cabinet get together the first week and he said we've got to figure out something well what they figured out and I still love this story because this cabinet now working together with the president set up CCC camps all over the country, including one in Sydney, Iowa, out where the rodeo ground, the parking lot is, they have cabins, and that's where the boys lived. And they got healthier. They had good food, and they had books to read, they had teachers to teach them. And here in Sydney, Iowa, and they went down to the state park and they made paths and they built cabins down there. And those buildings are still there. It's wonderful. Now, the WPA has another program where people gathered recipes and they made cookbooks and they helped people to be healthier. Oh, that's cool. So we'll find out what those exact references are at the very yeah. end of this. There's someone that comes on and explains it a little yeah. bit. But something about Evelyn that we learned while sort of getting this interview all set up and edited is that there's an article about her in a newspaper in, in Iowa. In the Des Moines Register. Yeah, this sort of goes over her life. And her, she was a, in radio, and she used to write for a bunch of publications. Well, she was the longest-serving columnist in the newspaper, in a newspaper, I think, in the United States. Yeah, and what something funny that she would do is she would put recipes at the bottom of her columns, ah. and she said that's how people, how she could get people to read the whole thing. <laughs> people didn't know you could just look at the bottom? Yes. <laughs> you can't scroll down in a reader's <laughs> digest. <laughs> All right, what else? It is, it is. Then they had some of the artists. We've got a painting in the museum in Sydney that came from the WPA. Anyway, those memories of the things that this cabinet did, and they were careful, they were kind, and they worked together. What is the need? We need to be careful. We need to work together. 
We need to be kind. She is. Yeah. Very compassionate. Yeah. I like it. Also, FDR, only three-term president. Oh, yeah. 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 Those are wise words, Evelyn. Thank you so much. I have just one more question for you. Are you ready? Sure. Do you find anything in life that seems odd? That seems odd? Well, I have reached a hundred with friends. Friends in this care center and we're working together and Bob and I are working together with my writing and my radio program and those things are helpful to me. One of the things I've been doing since I've moved in here is to give all my cookbooks, all my cookbooks to the Historical Society for Sydney. And that's fun. That's been fun. And I think, you know, life can be fun. I love that she, at 100 years old, gets more stuff done than the average millennial. I know. <laughs> People have been quarantined for four weeks, so they can't even clean their garage. She's getting published. All her stuff's in the historical society. Yeah. It's amazing. And uh, so that's the end of the interview. Her son, I believe it's her, it's her son, son, Bob, comes on and explains a little bit. So we're going to continue with that. It's about a minute and a half long, and he explains a couple of the references in yeah. the interview. Evelyn, I think that's just a wonderful sentiment to leave you with, and I want you to know how much I've enjoyed our conversation. I'm so glad you called, Molly. This is lovely. Lovely. Thank you. Do it again. I will call again. Now you have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Hey, Bob, can you explain a little bit about the CCC and WPA that she was talking about? The Civilian Conservation Corps that my mother mentioned was uh, the CCC. It was part of the programs begun by the Franklin Roosevelt administration to address the Great Depression. Uh, there were millions of people out of work. The economy was uh, in a total disaster. <clears throat> and so they infused huge amounts of funding into public programs. <clears throat> One of them was the Civilian Conservation Corps that built state parks and national parks across the country, including in uh, Evelyn's hometown of Sydney. They boys lived out in some cabins uh, at the edge of town, and they worked on the state park, worked on the state park nearby, lots of soil conservation efforts, things like that. She also mentioned the WPA, which was Works Projects Administration uh, of the same era, and they helped support artists, musicians, painters, writers, uh, much of the really good artwork and writing of the 1930s came out of that particular program. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then, then Matt plays James Bond. <laughs> 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 Throw so, a kill. You know, we, we didn't quite know how to how to 
sort of implement that into the program. And yep. we played it for a couple people and they were like, wow, she talks really slow. And that's what I was like, yeah, she's a hundred <laughs> years old, man. I know. And she's still super sharp. I yeah, love it. And she, we'll, we'll link to the article that we have been referencing on our website, oddandoffbeat.com. We yep. also have pictures of Grandma Murray, Keith Wardell, and we'll post a picture of Evelyn. We want to thank uh, Molly for making that happen. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. I mean, it's very rare that you get to hear the words of a 100-year-old. Out of their mouth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we did a story about the mummy I mean, talking. I yeah, and I do read 100-year-old journals quite a bit. <laughs> but to hear it out of their mouth. That would be something cool to buy at the Goodwill is, like, old journals. Yeah, well, I, I have all those old cabinet cards, you know, yeah. from the 1800s. I, I think they're fascinating. I do art with them, but I just think that they're so cool to sort of see what people look like and their expressions and just, yeah. that is fascinating. You're like, me. people in the 1930s had two eyes? <laughs> what? Just like me? What? So <laughs> relatable. <laughs> so thank you so much. And uh, what's going, what, what's, the, are we going to do another hundred? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if my liver holds out. <laughs> All right, so uh, what what do you want to leave the fine people with today, Louis? The, the, the general gist of longevity and making it to 100, whether it's in podcast, cholesterol level, whatever, is just being positive. And eating cookies. And eating cookies. <laughs> <laughs> that helps with the cholesterol level. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we have no shows coming up. You and I are both, uh, we're quarantined. I'm All unemployed. our shows have been canceled, My so you can check us out. We are doing at, some video broadcasting. Yeah. You can do that at louisfox.com. Or Comedy Stunt Show Doc. Either of our personal social network sites. Yep. You can Facebook, Instagram. You could also... We'll announce certain stuff on our Instagram and Facebook page, Odd and Off yep. is us on those. And you can also send us an email anytime, info at oddandoffbeat.com. You can follow us on the Patreon, too, and you can support us. It's um, it's uh, patreon.com slash Podcast. Yes, and we're just going to take this moment and thank those Patreon contributors, those of you who have supported us over the... Years, yes, yeah. Yes. I guess it's been years. We only have two years now. We've yeah, it's crazy. So people have been supporting us, uh, and it's as little as three dollars if you want to get on it. You get an extra odd and offbeat podcast episode. You get stuff from the road. You yep. get shout outs, all sorts of cool stuff. It does help support and help decorate this room. Yeah, <laughs> we, we might get a new sheet over <laughs> we'll the mattress. An and off. We should get an odd and offbeat. That's what I should. Oh. I, if I would have thought that out, I should have put, printed that out. So it's you, Louie. 100 and, episodes, Prohibition. And all of our 100-year-olds, Grandma Murray. We've got... Uh, Keith Wardell, Evelyn Berkby. Well, yep. This is for you. Have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird. <laughs>